You are listening to episode 33 of the Live Free Podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice, along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. So grab your coffee, water, or wine, and let's dive on in. Hey there, and welcome back. Very happy to have you joining me today, because in today's interview, I am chatting with Brittany Dixon. Now, if you don't know Brittany, Brittany is a business process and systems consultant for creative entrepreneurs. She specializes in helping clients create, document, and refine structures and systems in their business to save time, create freedom, generate income, and make a big impact in their own way. A mother herself of twin girls, Kenna and Layla, Brittany started her entrepreneurial journey in October of 2015 when she started her professional organizing business, Clutter Control. She then ventured into the online coaching world in March of 2017. Prior to starting her business, Brittany spent 10 years in customer service, event planning, and hospitality. In today's episode, Brittany's going to share more with us about how she got started in her businesses, why she got started, but we're also going to dive into one of the things that Brittany implemented to really take her business to the next level, which allowed her to reach those big income goals she set for herself. Today, we're talking about developing and implementing a follow-up system. Now, if you've ever sent a message or an email to a potential client and all you get back is crickets and you're wondering, what do I do? What do I say? Should I follow up? And you end up doing nothing? Well, you need to listen to today's episode because Brittany is going to tell you why sitting back and not doing anything is actually being irresponsible as a business owner and what you can do to kind of streamline and systematize this process. Now, before we dive in and meet Brittany and get to the nitty gritty of developing a follow-up system, I wanted to see if you've had a chance to check out the free resources that I have on my website. If you haven't yet, head on over to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash free dash resources and get your download on. These resources have helped thousands of women on their freelancing journey, so do not miss out. All right, guys, it's time to meet Brittany. Let's dive on into the interview. Brittany, welcome to the Live Free Podcast. Yay, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Before we get started, now, if people aren't in the course group, everyone in the course group knows you and loves you because of your Trello templates that you gave us as a bonus. But for those of you know the audience that don't yet know you yet, tell us about you. Yeah, absolutely. So I am located in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I'm a mom of twins. So we've got twin girls, Kenna and Layla here. They will be six in March, which they- is absolutely crazy. crazy. <laughs> they just started kindergarten too, right? Yeah, they just started kindergarten in August. So it was a big transition into that and really figuring that out and all of that good stuff. So that's been going good. They're on break and loving every second of spending time with them. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I actually started my career in the event planning space. I wanted to be a wedding planner when I grew up. So I watched all the wedding planning movies and all of those things. I've always been super, super organized. So I was like, Oh, this is a perfect match. Like I love this. So I started off in that space quickly found out that I did not so much love the wedding side, but the details and the organizing side of things. Um, Was it the brides? Were there some bridezillas? There were some bridezillas, the parents of the Um, bride, the parents of the groom. And then you're just managing so many people and so many different personalities and like all the things. So (laughs) it just, it was a little bit more hectic and, you know, hours like Fridays and Saturdays. I was like, I don't know if I want that forever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I quickly transitioned out of that and I actually got a full-time position at a corporate restaurant doing similar things. Mm -hmm. Um, actually a Monday through Friday position, which was really great uh, because I had actually found out I was pregnant right when I started that job. <laughs> and I was doing event planning, marketing, and sales for them. So I was there for about four years and then I actually got let go from there. Luckily, I had a plan B backup. Um, I had already started a business. I didn't really do much with it until I got let go, but I started a professional organizing company called Clutter Control. Again, going back to the organizing side of things and becoming a mom, I just saw how crucial it was to be organized, to be able to manage your day with your kids and everything that was going on. So I decided to start a professional organizing company. And then when I got let go, actually, my first clients were twin mom friends of mine. So I'm part of a twin moms club here in Columbus. And when I got let go, I put a message out to them and said, Hey, you have twins. I know you need to be more organized and I have this business. So let's do it. (laughs) Uh, So that's kind of how I got started and basically went from organizing events and weddings to organizing houses. And that's kind of the, the background to it. And now I organize businesses. Wow. I'm, I'm amazed. Did you know that you were being let go? Is that why you were starting the business or what brought on starting your own business? Yeah. So in October of 2015, so I was about three years into my position at that point, there were some corporate changes happening. There was some weird stuff going on and I just felt uneasy in my position. I actually had a superior that was also kind of taking advantage of me Mm. (laughs) at that point. So there was a lot of stuff going on at that point. And I always knew I wanted to start a business of some kind, just never knew what to do or how to do it or when to do it or any of those things. So basically in October, I started it. I got an LLC and I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to at least like jump in and kind of see where it goes. It was really crazy because I actually ended up getting promoted (laughs) instead of anything happening at that point. So I was like, okay, well now I have this plan B just kind of sitting here, which is fine. But then in July of 2016, I could kind of tell something was happening. So I was kind of prepared for it in a sense. But I also at that point was super burnout at my job. Mm -hmm. Um, I had had twins at home. I was working 50 hours a week. Like it was a crazy insane schedule. It was super fast paced and like high stress. And I I was already burnt out. So it was kind of like the perfect storm of things. The perfect Um, storm. Yeah. So then Basically, they let me go, which obviously sucked at the time, but blessing in the skies now. (laughs) So I literally, I was like, okay, well, I created a plan B. So I'm at least going to try this plan B before I like 
have to go get another job because I want to stay home with my kids. I want to not work 50 hours a week and commute forever. And I just, I knew I had to do something different than work a nine to five. Yeah. Awesome. So you started the clutter control coaching in-home organization. When was that? Yeah. So it technically started in October of 15, but I dived in July of 2016. Yeah. Okay. So tell us what you're doing now and then maybe kind of like how you transitioned. I just love hearing these stories. And the our first episode this month was all about freelancing and like the limitless opportunities of freelancing and how just getting started can turn into these really amazing and profitable businesses where people like create a life that they absolutely love. And so I just kind of want to see, see the journey and see where you like kind of where you started and where you're at now. Yeah, absolutely. So basically July of 2016, I started doing in-home organizing. Uh, Like I said, I had posted the first thing I did, I posted in my twin moms group and said, Hey, (laughs) I know you have twins. I know you're probably not organized because I was that person and I want to help you. So this is what I do. I got like four hits off of that and had my first client a week after I was let go. That's um, awesome. And that was just a Facebook post. Like I didn't even have like any software in place for my, like nothing was in place. So basically someone said, yes, I want to hire you. I was like, oh God, what do I do now? <laughs> so I got like an invoicing software really quickly. I was like, okay, I've got you on the calendar. Like I have a Google calendar, obviously I'd already used that. So I put them on and I was like, all right, let's, let's do this. So I, I was organizing houses for about six months and probably 90% of my clients came from that Facebook group. <laughs> wow. uh, I was all all moms of twins who were just overwhelmed and stressed and had so much stuff in their house that they just couldn't manage. So I did that for about six months. And then I realized I needed help building the business. I was good at what I did, but I had no idea how to market. I had no idea how to like keep track of all of this and like all of that kind of stuff to grow the business. So in January of 17, I hired a business coach. I did a group coaching program and there was probably about 20 people in it. And she introduced me to this whole online space. So I actually didn't even know this whole online business space really existed until January of 2017, which is crazy. I mean, I guess it's two years, but yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I hired her and kind of fast forward. I learned all about this online space. I started posting in Facebook groups and asking people what they needed and searching for things inside of Facebook groups. And honestly, that's how I built the first part of the online business was just talking to people in Facebook groups, having coffee chats, all of those kinds of things. Yeah. And then fast forward to what I do now is that I basically took all of those skills with organizing and logistics and details and all that kind of stuff. And now I help businesses do that. So what I saw when I got in the online space was the same thing I went through People are scrambling to put this business together. They didn't have systems in place to follow up with people. They didn't have systems in place to track their projects. They didn't have systems in place to track their teams. And I quickly learned that's what I love to do in the online space was like, oh, let me help you organize all the back end stuff. So that's really what I do now is help people to streamline their businesses and make sure that everything's efficient so that they're able to start bringing on team members and actually start scaling their business. Wow. 
And so that was about two years ago when you kind of switched into the online space. And then fast forward, you and I met a year ago and I've kind of seen your business this past year just grow and change and transform. And you started to really land these major clients and these major retainer packages. And you and I were talking about how like there was kind of one thing that you implement, I mean, you've implemented a lot of things, but one specific thing that you did that um, really impacted your growth this past year as being your follow-up system. Yeah. Yeah. So I've actually, and I didn't go through this, but I've went through a rebrand twice now. (laughs) When I first started in the online space, I was doing more productivity coaching and then I shifted more into the systems once I learned that's what people needed. So I went through the rebrand. So that really was the first thing that helped me to kind of tie everything together. But after that, the growth from that point on was the follow-up. I literally put a better follow-up system in place and made sure that I was consistently following up with people. Everybody I met, every coffee chat that I had, every networking event that I went to, every Facebook message that I received, anybody that liked my Facebook page, those types of things I put into my follow-up system, started following up with people. And then I started booking lots and lots of clients. But the thing to it is consistency. Like you have to do it every single day. So when you talk about consistency and adding every message, that sounds really crazy. It sounds really crazy, but those people are liking your page or reaching out to you or emailing you for a reason. They have saw something you've created. They've saw you are on a Facebook live. Um, They've read a blog post you've put out. They're coming to you for a reason. So Mm -hmm. for the biggest thing I saw, and it still happens, is people, they'll message people inside of Facebook. They have a quick conversation. And if it doesn't transition anywhere, it gets lost. And I am totally guilty of this. I probably left so much money in my Facebook Messenger. It's probably crazy. (laughs) Because these people are reaching out to me. And I would have quick conversations. But if I don't send them to something to my email list or to a call with me or to a follow-up session or whatever that may be. If I'm not sending them somewhere else, they're literally just sitting there. Mm -hmm. I'm not following up. And in my opinion, you lose a lot of money that way for sure. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I, I think something that prevents people from following up is that fear of like, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be salesy or, you know, there could be a lot of fears, but there, there's some fear that prevents people from following up because I see this in my course group, a ton of people being like, well, we were talking and blah, blah, blah. Like I haven't heard from them. It's been a week. Like, what do I do? So I would love if we could kind of dive into like, what is a follow-up system, what it should look like, what it includes. And let's first start like bare bones basic. We can talk because I know you're, you're not at the bare bones basic level anymore <laughs> with your follow-up system. But I'd love to kind of talk about the, the basic because that's where a lot of my people are. They're where you were like two and a half years ago when they're just in those Facebook groups talking with people. They don't have email lists yet or CRMs. They probably don't even know what a CRM is yet because they're, they're just getting started. And I don't want them to be leaving, leaving that money in their Facebook Messenger. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the bare bones of it is if you're talking with someone, you need to follow up with them and you need to follow up with them more than one time. All of the information we, I mean, we are in information overload right now with all of the technology and social media 
everybody probably has like a million touches of information to them at any given time during the day. So if somebody reaches out to you and says, Hey, I would like to talk to you. I saw you in a Facebook group, whatever. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you're reaching out to them and actually following up with them. It's not, I, I totally get the mindset and the fear behind like being salesy and being pushy, but like, honestly, people just forget like people just forget. They're like, Oh my gosh. Yes. I totally wanted to schedule that call with you. And I got busy and my kids were home and it was crazy. Like people just forget people just lose it in their face with messenger. So it's the responsible thing for you to do as a business owner. If they come to you for information and they're interested, then keep following up with them until they say, I'm not interested in any longer. Um, which, which I know it's, it's easier said than done, but They are coming to you for a reason and they're coming to you for your help. So it's the responsible thing for you as the business owner to do, to reach out and say, Hey, I'm still here if you need me. And there's obviously ways you can do that without being super pushy and that kind of thing. But yeah, you just, you need to have somewhere to track all of this. Um, And I'm actually going to give you the link to my Trello template for this at the end of this. But basically that's where I started because I was bootstrapping everything. I couldn't pay for a CRM. I couldn't pay for all of these tools. So I found Trello, which is free and basically a workflow inside of it that said, Hey, here are the people that I'm talking to. Where are they at in the stage? Are, am I on the first follow-up with them? Have they scheduled a call with me? Are they a potential like hot lead? Are they a client? And basically just created a workflow and label system to see where my people are coming from. Wow. So I like that you said it's the responsible thing to do, but I also think it is the, like, it is the helpful and it is the nice thing to do for that person. Because like you said, they either post it in a thread, they are looking for someone to help them. They, they need your help. So checking in on them. I like how you said, like, until you hear a no, it's just nice because maybe they get busy. Maybe they're overwhelmed and they're like, I need so much help, but I don't even know where to begin to get this help because I'm, I'm, I'm so busy. Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12 month payment plan to our program, the Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just $147. If you go to go.michaelaquinn.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the how to build your business from start to finish course, skills training, the job leads board, the coaching calls, the student community Facebook group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.michaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's, I mean, especially true for my people, right? I'm coming in and helping them organize. So obviously they're disorganized. So for me, it was a no brainer. Like, 
for me to say, hey, I'm just going to follow up once and then hopefully they reach out to me and want to pay me. That's just not what happens, especially with the line of work that I do and the people that I work with. But I, I think it's the same way for everybody. I think those people are reaching out to you for a reason. And for you to give those reminders, like, and actually this is a thing, I think the like touch points, you have to have like 17 touch points of somebody seeing you before they actually buy your stuff or work with you. <laughs> right. Just because information overload and there's so many people doing this online business thing and, and it's very saturated. So they have to see your name over and over. And there's really smart ways to do it. Like you don't have to email them every time. You can uh -huh. Facebook message them or you can like their post on LinkedIn or you can comment on there. They just need to see your name consistently and see that you're following you're top up. of mind. Yep. So that you're always top of mind. And when they say, Hey, I need this service. Oh my gosh, this is the person that does it. And I totally talked to her and forgot to talk to her again. Yeah. Right. Okay. One question with this following up until you hear a no, what if it's been five times and you've never heard anything back? Do you ever like move someone to, okay, like I'm going to stop messaging this person. Clearly it's not worth my time. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to prioritize if you haven't heard anything back at all, not even a like, Hey, I totally want to do this, but I'm busy. Like if you've heard nothing, I, I probably would move them to like a cold lead type of thing. I do say to still keep them in your pipeline though, because it could just not be the right time. Yeah. They could have thought it, thought it was the right time. Things shifted in their life and they're like, Oh, that thing's going to have to wait a few months now because of something. So just because they haven't reached back out doesn't mean they're fully a no. It just might mean they need to be reached out to at a different time. So if you run into that, I would say after that amount of times, like just move them to like, Hey, I'm going to follow up in like three or six months type of thing. Mm -hmm. But I would definitely still keep them in your pipeline of people for sure. Yeah. And when you're in Trello, you can set a due date to those people like, Hey, follow up, set a due date for three months from now, send them another email, just restarting yeah. the conversation. I have totally like perfect example. I have totally booked clients that I talked to them a year ago, six months ago. And then they came back to me because I was top of mind because I would do touch points or I would like something on their Facebook page or something mm -hmm. like that. And they're like, Oh my gosh, now I'm in the space. Now I'm ready to hire you. Mm -hmm. um, it literally happened like four weeks ago. Someone came back after an entire year and was like, Hey, I'm ready now. I was like, okay, great. Let's go. Me too. <laughs> My prices have increased. That's exactly. <laughs> that's actually exactly what happened. She's like, Oh, you got more expensive. I was like, I'm sorry. That's kind of what happened. <laughs> yeah. Don't apologize. Okay. My other question is how can you simplify the, like all the people you talk to and do you prioritize people that you add to this pipeline? Or like, how do you know who to add? Because sometimes it's just like, maybe you, someone posts a lot of times, if you're not yet in some of these Facebook groups, guys, people will post, Hey, I'm looking for a virtual assistant. And then like 900 people comment. Do you add every time you comment on a thread or how do you know if it's like to add them to this pipeline? Yeah. So, I mean, I would add anybody you have conversations with basically how the system is set up that each person gets their own card there's a priority level on that card as well so that you're able to see who's high priority, medium priority, low priority type of thing. There's also custom fields inside of there that show you, you can date them like the first contact you had, the second contact, that kind of thing. Um, and there's also like the notes section, right? So basically every time I had an interaction with that person, I would just take a note and say like sent message on Facebook, 
sent message on LinkedIn, went through and commented on their posts. So really any kind of interaction you have, I would at least make just a small note about it just because it's a lot, right? Like you talk to a lot of people that you oh have to deal with yeah. <laughs> and you talk to them multiple times and you're like, wait, did we talk about this this time or this time? I, I don't know what's going on. So just making a note of like, Hey, this is the date I talked to them. And this is what we kind of talked about, but I would definitely try to keep track of at least like the basics for each person you have interactions with. Mm-hmm. And so when you say interaction, you mean like one-on-one message, not just everyone from a Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you, so basically if you were in that Facebook group and that person was like, Hey, yes, I am interested in your services because I like your style, whatever yeah. that has kind of moved to a one-on-one conversation, but I would kind of disregard the rest of that post and like take it to that conversation instead. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And we, I, oh gosh, I cannot remember off the top of my head, but we'll add it in the show notes. We have an episode, guys, you can go back and listen to kind of on the process of taking someone from Facebook group to hired client. So check that out if you're kind if you're new to this and you're wondering, wait, how does this all work? How, how do you go from a group to someone paying you? Yeah. And I mean, I, I would say when I first started about 80% of my clients came from Facebook groups for and probably the first six to eight months for that's, sure. That's awesome. And then as you start to scale, you can do a rebrand. You know, you you see what people are really wanting and needing and what you love. And you can at that time kind of like rebrand and do a little bit more investing in that rebrand and then really start to scale your business. And I know one of the things after you did the rebrand, you already told us that your follow-up system allowed you to really scale. So the Trello pipeline that you have and that workflow is great for beginners because it's free, because it's, you know, it's, it's the bootstrapping. But I want to hear more about your system for those people that already have consistent clients. They already have steady income. What is the system that you implemented? Yeah, absolutely. So basically when I shifted from the Trello board, now don't get me wrong, I still live in Trello, just not for this piece of it. When I shifted from that board, I decided that I needed a more robust CRM that allowed me to really track all of the email communication that was happening. It allowed me to better set follow-up dates, be able to see where these people were in the process. It just it's a more robust version. Plus I had a lot more people to keep track of. <laughs> right. Okay. So what is the CRM? Yeah. So my CRM that I use is Pipedrive. And the reason I love it is because it looks like Trello. <laughs> but no, what it like explain what a CRM is for people. Oh, what a CRM is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's actually called a customer relationship manager, literally a tool to manage your relationships with your customers. And mm-hmm relationship is the conversations and the Facebook messages and the LinkedIn and fit like all of that is the relationship that you're managing to make sure Mm -hmm. that you're tracking what's going on with that person. Okay, cool. And so you implemented pipe drive. Yes. And it looks like Trello. So why did you switch from Trello to pipe drive? So, I mean, the main reason was just because the volume of people that I was tracking at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a lot of clients. I had a lot of leads. I had a lot of potential leads. I had a lot of networking collaboration people that I was going to networking events and things. I just, I had a lot more people that I was tracking. So it got harder to do within Trello because things would start getting lost because there were so many people. So that was probably the main reason that I switched over. 
The secondary reason being that it pulled all of that email communication in, it pulled all of their social media information in. So I could literally at one glance, click on a person and see everything that we had done all in one space where Trello is great. And you can put a lot of things in there, but it's not tracking a lot of like social media stuff. It's not tracking the emails that you have back and forth. Um, and you're having to kind of kind of juggle all of that. So that those are kind of the big reasons that I switched over. But honestly, it saves me an enormous amount of time. I'm able to see all of my potential leads and deals that are in there and the amount of money that they are so that I can kind of better forecast in my business and just track everything a lot better inside of there. So yeah, she showed we were on a call the other day and she showed me like the layout and like where everyone's at. Like it literally shows you column by column, kind of like Trello. And the amount, like thousands of dollars are are at this level. And it is just so cool because I think that like that monetary value up there is like, oh, reminds you that it is responsible to follow up with these people because this is how much tape, like money is literally hanging out at yep. this spot. It does Pipedrive automate any of this for you or is it still a manual process? So Pipe Drive does have automations inside of it within one of their plans. What I do actually, anytime a person is added to the CRM, they get an automatic follow-up set. Right now I'm doing manual follow-ups, but there is ways to set up email follow-ups and email nurtures. It does also connect with MailChimp, which I know a lot of people just starting out use as well. So mm-hmm. it's a really good option for that. And then it connects in with Trello. So you can pull in Trello data for that client from their Pipedrive account, which is really awesome. So yeah, there are automation options inside of it. But right now, typically I do manual follow-up for my people. What do you say in a follow-up? I feel like that's a, do you templatize everything or is it super personal? I feel like that's another thing people are like, I don't know what to say. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, obviously it depends on where the conversation has already been and what you guys Uh kind of talked about, but I'm super informal and casual about it and just check in and say like, Hey, I haven't heard from me for a while. I would love to like catch up if you have any questions about what we talked about, or if you want to hop on another call, like definitely we can chat about stuff. So I'm super informal about it and just check in on them. I mean, I do have some templates set up as well. Like if I've sent them a proposal, I do have Uh templates say like, Hey, I sent out the proposal. I'd love to answer any questions you have, mm-hmm. or if you want to sign up and get started, here's the link kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, there's, I think it's a balance of templatizing things and also just personalizing those as you're sending them out. Yeah. And I like that you mentioned that you are informal and it's okay to be informal. You don't have to write like a letter or a cover letter or like a book in these follow-up. It's, it can just be short yeah. and sweet because you know, these people are busy and, and don't have a ton of time and don't put so much pressure on yourself that it has to be this big. Yeah, no, definitely. Thing. I mean, I, I literally, before we got on here, just sent on an email and said, Hey, how's it going? I know with the holidays and stuff, we haven't chatted for a while. I'd love to catch up. Let me know when you're free. Like that was it. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah. Don't put, don't put pressure on yourself. Like literally you just have to be top of mind for that person and you have to have multiple touches and just keep following up and it will pay off. Last question about pipe driving. Can you see like the emails that you're sending if people open them through pipe drive? 
you can. I love, <laughs> I love that kind of creepy software. Yep. You can track when emails have been opened and clicked and all of those fun things, which is always great. Again, when someone opens and clicks it, a lot of people don't know that softwares like this do that, but they click it and they open it and you reach back out to them. And they're like, oh my gosh, how do they know? Right. <laughs> but then you're top of mind again, because they just clicked on your email and you just reached out to them and said, hey, I'd love to chat again. So yeah, softwares like that definitely make it easier for follow-up but it does have the option inside of Pipedrive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. How much is it? Their basic plan, I want to say is 15 a month. Oh. It doesn't do any of the automation stuff. I am on the $29 a month plan. I mean, that's not, that's not super yeah. expensive. It's and not. if, I mean, if you have a couple clients and that is a business expense that honestly, it sounds like it's worth it to be able to get to that scale part. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, as far as softwares for freelancers just starting out, I would say Trello and Antco are really like the best options for you. Trello is free and you can manage all parts of your business and your clients. And then Antco is like the the proposal and invoicing software. Once you upgrade and are kind of scaling at that point, I actually use a combo. It's Pipedrive, PandaDocs, and Trello. And they all talk together. And that's how I kind of manage all of the the moving parts. All right, guys. So no matter where you're at in your business, Brittany has a follow-up system for you. She's got the free version, which is the Trello template. Brittany, where can we find that at? So it's actually a bit.ly link. So it's bit.ly forward slash bco dash pipeline. And I'll give that to you so you have it for the notes too. Yeah, we'll add that to the show notes. If you have not downloaded Brittany's free resources, guys, her stuff is the best. And her Trello training, her Trello course, her Trello templates are fabulous. One of her bonuses for the Overwhelmed to Overbooked course is her the Trello templates that she uses to run her business. But she also has a course that covers how to use Trello for everything, including your home life, your business life, all the different parts of your business, and how to automate it. I just got it as part of the Sparkle Hustle Grow subscription box service. And I was thinking, okay, I know Trello. Like I use Trello. I don't really need a Trello course. Um, I started doing it and am so excited for all of the ways I am going to improve and save time with Trello. So if you need to learn Trello, Brittany is your, your gal. If you need that free pipeline template, let's start there. And then if you're ready to scale and you need that robust system, Brittany, do, how can we work with you for that? Yeah. So I've got an affiliate link for Pipedrive that I can give you as well, but I actually offer services to help set those things up and transition from system to system. So you can definitely just reach out for a call or hopping on something with me and we can chat and see if it's a good fit. It's actually a bit.ly link as well. bit.ly forward slash bco dash fitting call. So fitting call. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Well, Brittany, as we wrap up, I've got two final questions for you. Well, actually three. My first question what is your favorite business resource? Is there a podcast or like a book that you love or that has really impacted you or that you listen to? Yes. So I actually love Lewis Howe's podcast, The School of Greatness. Twofold, twofold reasons. I've He's from Ohio, which is always awesome to support local. I mean, he's not in Ohio now, but um, he was from Ohio from a small town here. And he interviews some really amazing people. So it's super, super inspirational, but it's also very business focused where mm-hmm. they talk about 
how to improve your business and your mindset and all of those things. So mm. that's probably the one that I've been listening to for the longest and most consistently. Um, obviously, there's like so many of them out there that are amazing, but <laughs> that was probably my favorite. Awesome. Um, I have not listened to that one, so I'll have to check that out. And my other question, what is your favorite thing about being a work at home mom? I would say the flexibility. Oh my oh. gosh. Yeah. I, I mean, I've got the twins at home and they're in kindergarten and just thinking that if I had a full-time job when they started kindergarten, I would have never been able to go to their little Christmas parties and their things that they have at school. And just being able to do that is amazing. The second part of it, I mean, just now, like my kids have had the flu for the past week and I was able to not work and be with them. So yeah, I would say the flexibility and scheduling and just being able to be your own boss. It's amazing. Oh, it's so amazing. I love it. And I am so thankful for you coming on today to share with us this follow-up system. And guys, you need to go grab that template because seriously, how much money are you leaving in your Facebook messenger in all the places just because you are scared to follow up? And if you make it this, this system, you make it this process, it doesn't have to feel like it just becomes a task that you do. And, and it, I think it takes away that mindset and fear of being pushy. It's just, it's just another process, another task in your business. So let's get better at the follow-up. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I loved chatting. And oh, I forgot my last question. Where can we find you? We got your free resources, but if we want to yes. come stalk you in yes. all the places, <laughs> where, where so can we find you? My website is brittanyandco-consulting.com. I am mainly on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Instagram, I bring in more of the like personal brand and do a lot of stories and post about my kids and my hobbies and that kind of thing. Facebook, I do a lot of like actual content and value type of stuff where I teach you more things and videos and things like that. So uh, those are both just BrittanyAndCo.consulting. Yeah. All right, guys, give her a follow, give her a like. And thank her so much for this wonderful information that she shared with us. All right. Thank you so much, Brittany. Thanks. Bye. Thanks again for joining me today. It really, truly makes my day to have you as a listener. I know there are a lot of podcasts out there and a lot of things you could be doing to occupy your time. And I don't take that for granted. I had a lot of fun chatting with Brittany and I hope you guys got a lot of value out of this episode. Brittany is always very generous with her info. And if you've loved her advice and are thinking, gosh, I just want to hang out with her more. Don't forget that she was a guest expert in my Overwhelmed to Overbooked program over the summer. She did a training for us on how to use Trello to manage your clients. She goes through the client acquisition process, the onboarding process, and the offboarding process. This is a training that you cannot get anywhere else except for my program. And she also gave members of my program and all future members access to her Trello templates for free. These Trello templates are amazing. They are life-changing and they are the exact templates that I use and my team uses to run the Live Free podcast and all the different facets of this business. And lastly, before I go, I just have to ask, have you left us a review yet? If you have not, but have enjoyed this show, you've learned something new, or you've applied some of the information that we cover on the show, I would be so grateful if you could take just one minute, maybe five minutes to leave a review on iTunes. 
The reviews not only help motivate me and my team to keep going, but it also helps to open future doors to get some big names on this podcast in the future. And it would mean the world to me. Just go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash iTunes and head straight to the ratings and reviews section. All right, ladies, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Have a great day.